0: for sharing your Sunday afternoon with me. And it's a beautiful Sunday afternoon as it is. Okay, Frankenstein. Witch, can you make me a lemonade? What do you think the witch did? Uh, poof. You poof. are lemonade. <laughs> you are lemonade. Yes. Can you oh, make me a lemonade? I poof. thought she like turned it into a brew you or are something. lemonade. What do you get when you cross a witch and a sand, and, and a witch with sand? The sandwich. You got it. Yummy. All right. Okay. Let's <laughs> head to the... Let's head to the... Oh, one thing, you know, to deal with, and this is in human world, too. The same with the, in dogs and cats world. If you are or your pets are dealing with any kind of health problems, look into the water. You know, the city water has got all this chemicals and fome- felt meldehyde uh, uh, <laughs> i
1: hope not <laughs> what is that
0: what, that that red stuff fluoride. For your te- fluoride there we go okay and so a lot of times by changing the water you know instead of having all those chemicals and blood and the fluoride and such like that if you just go to plain bottled water that might help out and some some pets even uh, uh distilled water is even uh sometimes healthier for her.
1: water filtration systems are good for everyone and also some people are just more sensitive to things yep. in the water than other people. So. Yeah.
0: Yep. So that's why, like I say, try changing into water to go to bottled water or uh, whatever. Okay. Let's go to the uh, lines. Well, we have Marsha
1: who's struggling with her male dog showing male dog aggression.
0: All right. Let's see what's happening. Hey, Marsha, how you doing? Hi, I'm good. How are you? Good. What kind of pupper do you got? A miniature American Eskimo. Okay. And how old?
2: He is one.
0: Okay, and is he fixed yet? Yes. Okay, so what's going on?
2: Um, he he gets along with other female dogs, but he literally attacks any male dogs that come around.
0: Okay, as far as what's going on, are you go out for a walk, are they coming into your yard to play? What's going on?
2: Yeah, when uh, when we go out for a walk, he'll want to attack if there's a male dog. Um, otherwise, we we my daughter comes with her two dogs, and one is submissive and male, and Sixty pounds and my dog's 16 okay. and he will attack him okay and just will not stop i mean we'll, we'll pull him off move him to a different room try and distract him and he will go back over and over and over again like right now we are watching um a bonus one of my bonus children's dogs and he's just so aggressive with them it there's Nothing you can do but keep them in separate
0: rooms. Okay, couple. I don't know what to do. Okay, a, a couple uh, questions. Number one, when you take him out to go for a walk, is he walking yes. politely at your side or skating in front of you?
2: We well, he's he's in training, so we are working on the walking politely beside me. Okay, um, he can do it. Okay, um, it depends on what kind of walk we're going on. If we're going on a walk, a, a polite walk, then we do that. Otherwise, if we're going on a dog walk. I let him sniff around and okay. kind of meander where he wants to go.
0: See, part of uh, a dog's fighting, whether it was within a pack or like I say, he's cho- chosen the male version, um, is that there's not a strong leader in the house to set the rules. Right, and see when you go for a walk. Until he can go for a walk politely, you know, with you, and you don't even need a trading collar, and you can put the leash in your pocket, and he's walking politely with you. Okay, till you get to that point, when anytime you are in motion, he should not be scanning because then you're putting him in the leadership role, and then he's going to be barkety barkety of things and alarm this and alarm that, and he's got to he's got to protect you because you put him in the leadership role, and now you're in the peon role. All right. So uh, every time you go for a walk, every time you're in motion, that dog is walking politely at your side on a loose lead. Okay? At any time during the walk, you can stop and say check it out, but you stand still and let him do the doggy thing. And then when you're ready to go forward, you you say heel up or walk whatever word you're using, and now you're walking politely moving forward. Uh, another uh big thing in a uh, dog's eyes is he who goes to the door first is a leader. He who goes through second is a peon. All right. So he should yep. wait at the door. You go through, and then you count one, two, real slow in your head, and then you step away and say, "Let's go." You're inviting him to follow you. All right. And we and
2: we work on that. Um, that is one of the things we learned in our last training class. Mm-hmm. Um, was the wait mm-hmm. and. We do work on that.
0: Good, but yep. If, it, and it has to be every time. It can't be just when you've time. got time, okay? Because yep. then you're then you're a wishy washy owner, and the dog is just going to take over. All right. Yeah. And so the thing is, is by setting, you know, like teaching him tricks, you're doing more obedience, where he's looking to you for direction. So then, uh, uh, he, you know. When he gets into that mode, he tries to appear bigger. You know, his he almost like is on his tiptoes, his head forward, his ears are up, his tail is 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 uh, you know what I mean, Uh, stiff. All right, kind of like okay, don't like you, but this is your house. You set the rules. So then that what he should not be free. You you know, when you have other dogs come over, you're going to have him on a leash with a training collar. And so that, then you've got control, but the collar and the training, the leash and the training collar cannot be tight. You got to give it a pop and then, Hey, Hey, you be nice. You be nice. You don't pet him. You're just going to ah, be nice. Thank you. All right. Just a verbal thing. Because when you start petting him, then his mind splits like, okay, you're stroking me, but I've got a problem with that over there. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So that's why, like I say, now, are you using any kind of training collar with him? uh no uh -uh. okay okay um i would put him in the Star Mark collar s-t-a-r-m-a-r-k get it online you want the size small but because he's got a poofy coat it may or may not we can see if it'll work okay but because what it does is it pokes the dog you know how like if i want your attention i poke you if you don't give it to me i'm gonna poke you harder and then you look at me what what do you want now that i got your attention now i can teach you something or get you know do whatever I need to do. All right. Cause that's why like most of the trainers are positive, you know, treat, 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 treat. Yep. So then you wind up with a, uh, you know, a fat dog that does it. If you don't have it, if the distraction is high enough, that treat means absolutely nothing. Cause you haven't built a relationship where the door, you can get into that dog's head no matter what's going on. Okay. And so okay. that's why what you got to do is work on that. And so, like I say, when the dogs, uh, and like the minute that he like, puffs up like let's say they that male dog that one that submitted to him you know put the minute he put you get into his head immediately you want him to be just relaxed and calm when he sees the other dogs you don't want him like he's walking on eggshells just ready to just go for it at any time and then 10 to 1 you're restraining him you're holding him you know what I mean? So that, that makes him want that other dog even worse. There's got to be a correction to it. Uh, you can, um, you know, where the dog's flank is, you know, where the, the back leg is. Yep. Okay, yep. you can give it a poke and go, hey, be nice. Poke, hey, be nice. You know, you got to be calm, cool, and collective. So the dog sees that you have your poop in a group and that he, you're worth following and paying attention and abiding by your rules. You will be nice. All right, and so that's why you got to stay calm. But like I say, by by, you got a smart breed. That breed is so smart, and so that they can catch on to things really fast. But and so the whole thing is, is that you know he's got the eagle. (laughs) We got to get him to understand. No, this is my house, not your house. I will decide the rules here. And if you want to break them, this is going to be the consequence. All right. But the meantime, you're going to always keep him on a leash, and I would have him on that training collar, and then you give it a pop. Hey. Be nice. And then when he can be nice, now you're doing it. We're, we got this. We got this. You know, so just be calm. Because if you rise up like, knock it up, bad dog. You're just feeding. You're stirring the pot. You're just you're feeding the frenzy. Somebody's got to take the bull by the horns, calm down, and get everything, cal- you know, cal- calm down. You know, just gather your stuff and behave. <laughs> Okay, Okay. so something as simple as, like I say, teaching tricks, doing the obedience. You know, and really work on. And like I say, when you go for a walk, every time the dog is walking politely with you, where you don't even feel him down there, his shoulder by your left leg. If he gets out ahead of of that, then he's the leader, and you're you're the peon. But by working on that more, then he's going to be more willing to listen to you. Okay. All right. Okay, give that a shot. And uh, like That's I said, so it's your house, not his house. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay, Kim. Take care. Thanks so much. You bet. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yeah, there's a lot of dogs, you know, they just, they don't see you as a leader. So then you don't have your poop in a group. So then i have to take it over and they do a lousy job. <laughs> and your little dogs too are, I have a tendency to be more reactive to big dogs. Uh, and they always go for the face. We always talk about this. They go for the face. They want to get that dog to turn his head sideways. Like, okay. You're, you're the Lord Master. You know, I'll, I'll back down. I'll back down. And he's just got to, you've got to learn to. Do. It is interesting. Tiny dogs go for the face and big dogs go for the legs.
1: Yep. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Yep. And like both play, fighting with people. Because
0: mm-hmm.
1: yep. like Stanley will go for like my wrists and ankles, but mm-hmm. like my partner, her parents, they got like a tiny little Boston Terrier mix. Okay. Immediately tries to lick inside my mouth anytime yeah. he's within a <laughs> yeah. foot of me. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Yeah, no. It's, so that's why, like I said, it is, it is tough, and you know that dog, that particular breed, American Eskimo, it, it, they are like I say, very smart, very fast. Mm. And so what it is is, but you got to stay calm, cool, collective, and start teaching the dog so that they learns he has confidence that you have it together, so that you two work as a team instead of him just out there deciding who's going to be friends and who's not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So anyway, okay, got a question? Give a holler, 651-641-1071. What did one owl say to the other owl? What did one owl say to the other owl? And we're back. We're winding down. Give a holler, 651-641-1071. Okay, what did one owl say to the other owl? Now, who are you? Uh-huh. Ooh, there you go. That's good. That could be two. Uh, happy owl-ween. <laughs> happy Halloween. Owl Ween. Happy Owl Ween. Owl Ween. Who's on no, first? No, I'm asking you who's on first. I love Abbott Costello. Uh huh. When I was a kid, I watched, oh, I watched that all the time. You know, that, uh, all their movies. And this time of year, the, uh, Abbott yeah, and Costello meet Frankenstein. You know everybody wants to, and I think they've got Abbott and Costello meeting everything, and movies out there. But it's pretty good. Abbott is a good. That was good.
1: I got into their bits when I was I was trying to write a comedy thing for my mom and I. Okay, so like some YouTube videos. Oh, okay. Um, and I was studying Abbott and Costello, and they're back and forth. They're very good.
0: <laughs> yes, they are. They 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 timed it just perfect and And that's what it
1: is it's really tight comedy
0: yep and that's what that who's on first that was i remember the first time i heard it i'm just i'm just kind of what and so then then i heard it again (laughs) and it's like this is inner i just thought that was so cool (laughs) but like i said it's all about the timing all about the timing okay who's up well next up we have cindy whose puppy's been peeing in the house Uh uh-oh well not even quite a puppy okay hey cindy how you doing Hey, Cindy. Hello, Katie. Hi there.
3: Um, I have an almost three-year-old teddy bear. Okay. And I, we've always had big dogs. And during COVID, we decided we're getting too old to carry an 80-pound dog. Okay. <laughs> we have to go to the vet. So we, we found a teddy bear. She was the only one of the litter. Mm-hmm. Um, a great reader who really does like like you do with the um, homopathic and oh, nice. nice, she still is there to answer questions and I haven't answered her this question but I tuned in and thought I'm going to start with you.
2: Okay. So
3: she all of a sudden um, she was potty trained pretty much at a year. It took a while. Okay. Um, when we got her, she was less than four pounds, so we did. We had a big cage with a drop-down grate, so we wanted to crate train her in mm-hmm. case we travel and stop at hotels. Mm-hmm. She did great. Then summer came, and we bell-trained her to go outside. That's been working, and all of a sudden, um, I went back to work. I have the summers off. I went back to work, and she started peeing in the bedroom. It's Okay. Probably three times that we found and a couple other times by the back door. Okay. Um, I put a pee pad there and she's gone on that now, which we never really trained her with a pee pad, but there was one underneath her kennel. Okay. So... I know my concern is that she might have a bladder infection or whatever, and we will take her in. But
0: she's not even
3: ringing the bell. So I'm like, is she mad at me for going back to work? Is there... <laughs> well, What's it's definitely
0: there? well, it's not mad at you. It's a question: is there a, is a shift? Is a change? It's just like yeah. um, you know, somebody uh, somebody a kid leaves for college, or a kid comes home from college, or there's a divorce. When there's a change, sometimes they backslide either on potty training or chewing or something like that. Okay is it seems a little bit stressful and so that's how they deal with the stress is that they either revert in chewing or potty training are the two two most common now when you potty trained her what's your protocol okay first thing in the morning how does it work
3: um i'll take her out or she'll ring the bell
0: okay okay then you go out then what do you do
3: um sometimes if she does both her jobs then she gets a treat
0: okay Okay. Um, that's in your head, not her head. <laughs>
3: okay. Um, well, I'll say, you know, go potty and this is yeah. that. and that. I'll say, go poo. And I said, go poo and you'll get a treat. And, yeah. you know, that's a human. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. But okay. <laughs> so the thing is, is that a lot of people don't take the time to truly potty teach the dog what potty is called and where it goes is where what you do is you take about on like a 15 foot line, go to your potty spot, stand still. Yeah. And then you'd say, like in a chant, go potty, go potty. And then when she does go potty, just very calmly, good potty, very nice. The maximum time outside for a Minnesota dog is two minutes. If she hasn't gotten a piddle or a doo-doo, then you come back in. You wait a minute or two, keep her on the line with you, and then go back out and try it again. Now, the big thing about the beer, the bells that I don't like about is that many dogs get realize that, hey, I ring the bells, the door opens, I get to go outside, yeah. okay? And so they, <laughs> yeah. it's not, they don't have to go potty. They associate it with the door opening and going outside, not actually going potty, all right? So that's why I, I, I don't like the bell thing, because then you get tired of the bells, so you put the bells away, and you forget to put them back, and now the dog truly does have to go potty, okay? And there's no bells, all right? Yeah. So, to me, it's an extra step in the whole potty training picture, and that's why I don't like the bells. Because if a dog is truly potty trained, just like a two-legged kid, they can hold it till they get to where they need to get there, okay? And so, that's why it's good for the owner to understand, okay, first thing in the morning, you always get a piddle and a doo-doo, okay? Uh, oh. Mid-afternoon, uh, or, you know, like noonish uh, to three-ish, you know, usually a piddle or something. And then in the evening, there's usually five, six, maybe... It might be another doo doo depending on what you feed, you know. But the thing is, is that they now little dogs do have a harder time. You got to imagine their, you know, their organs are very small, <laughs> and so they have a lot. You know, to, uh, uh, the if we take them out too often, what happens is they don't develop a good bladder that can hold it. All right. And so that's why what would you want to do is you want to teach her what it's called, where it goes. I would forget the bells and just have her concentrate. I need to go potty so that you get good. You look at the clock and in your mind, you have your clock. Okay. And then the thing is, is that now until you, we can re, re, organize her then um when you go someplace she's either in her kennel or she's in a pen area so she can if she does have an accident it's in that pen right. area okay she doesn't have run of the house but i right. would suggest using a kennel because you want her to keep her kennel clean and don't put mm-hmm. any pedal pads or anything like that in there all right because a lot of times when they start going on pedal pads then they get lazy and they want the pedal pads instead of outside all right right but
3: she and- doesn't Say we can leave her alone. Like, we were gone yesterday and went golfing. We were gone for almost five hours. Mm -hmm. There was not an accident then. So Mm -hmm. it doesn't seem to be when we're
0: gone. Good. It seems to be when we're home. Okay, yeah. No, she just gets busy, just like a two-legged child. Uh, You know, they get busy. They're playing Legos or something like that, and all of a sudden they're doing the potty dance. You know, because there's more stimulation when you're around. And they're not as mindful. You know I mean? They're moving more. The more you move, then it circles, cycles things through faster. Uh, a lot of people said, well, how come my dog or a puppy can go all night and hold it all really? night? You know, but during the day, we're having problems. Because at night, they're sound asleep. Everything's slowing down. They're not moving. Um, it's also, too, uh, people that are nervous. Like, let's say you're going to have a job interview or you're going to be going someplace, you know, and you're kind of on overdrive. How many yeah. you have to keep going potty? You know what I mean? Whereas you just went, but you got to go again because, you know, that's, you know, the bladder is the first thing to to say, hey, slow, s- settle down. <laughs> and okay. so that's why I would reiterate pot- potty training. Uh, and okay. I would, uh, uh, like I said, for uh, the next couple of weeks, she, she's going to drag a leash around and she has to stay in the same room as you. All right. If she looks like she's going to leave, uh-uh, get back here. Okay, and then you're going to start after two weeks. Then you're going to let her drag the leash, but now she can go through the house while you're at home. And if that stays good... Now, in the meantime, you've been reiterating potty training. You're out there with her. Go potty. Go potty. Okay, and as far as a treat, I don't like the treat because many dogs are really smart. They splash, and in your head, you're thinking, well, they went, and then here's a treat. No, you got to come back in, and then when you get inside, then, oh, that was very nice. You did very nice. Very nice. All right, and then if you can walk a couple steps, then if you want to do a treat, that's fine. It's up to yourself. But I don't like the association of a treat with potty training because, like I say, too many of them splash and then take off. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I uh, get the treat, but they, then they come back in and then they finish up in the house <laughs> and so that's what I would just do is I just reiterate the potty tree the next two weeks she's dragging a leash and if you don't have time to watch her then she's in her kennel Like if you're busy doing laundry or cleaning or whatever type thing, but if you have time, you know that she stays in the same room as you, and you 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 cut by you know by living with her, you know her potty dance. If she's sniffing, like there's a different sniff between where am I gonna put it. To what just came through, what smell yeah, is here, okay? She
3: was going to the bedroom, so we went see her. Yep. And so, <laughs> you bet. Didn't go there and so we keep the door shut now. Yep. But,
0: but see, now what you want her to do is that you want her to, you know, uh, like I say, relearn it, and you're going to reiterate, you know, everything. And so now, hopefully she'll hold it, and things will go smoother for you, okay? Does
3: okay that makes sense? thanks
0: so much. Okay, good luck, kiddo. Take care. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Why do ghosts make good cheerleaders? Why do ghosts make good cheerleaders? We'll be back. Imagine
1: me, Dracula, barely able to lift myself out of my coffin. I was tired, out of shape. Chasing humans and sucking their blood was training me. But then I joined the YMCA. It was like night and darker night. My energy and well-being have improved. I can't see myself in the mirror, but people tell me I look less stressed. And it was definitely the Vi that helped me. I'd stake my life on it. Wait, forget I said that. Join the Vi at YMCANorth.org. All right, we're winding down. So
0: if you got a question, give a call. Holler 651 641 no, no, no! 651-641-1071. There you go. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Why do ghosts make good cheerleaders? Because they're full of spirit. Ding, 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 ding. It's the ghost questions. There are you, you like, go. Like, you, on it with those? you are there. You are so there. That's good. Yeah. No, I'm just kind of. Uh, well, a couple of years ago, I bought the one piece suit of a cow. You know, being a cow, you know, Yeah. Flip of the ears and, you know, got the udders in the front. And then uh, a couple of years uh, after that, I got the one piece of Eeyore, you know, so I can yeah. do... E- so with Eeyore, the ears come up and stuff like that. Yeah. And so I put that on and uh, that's my center of my costume. My husband, what he does, he's got this godforsaken wig that is the most ugliest thing. You, you mean it needs a bad comb? <laughs> really bad, really bad. But it is flaming red... All right, and that's his idea of a costume. He he puts that on, and then kind of hunches over when when the kids come over. Put him in overalls and tell people he's Chucky. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) jeez, there you go. But we don't get. Last year, I think we had two. You know, because everybody that came up through, they're all married and got kids of their own, and don't even live. You know, so it's like we we went from having thirty six
1: to two. Uh, Yeah, I I'm in one of those neighborhoods where if you have kids, you take them to a different neighborhood. Huh. Uh, oh really? Yeah, there's just no. Kids. I I think it's like they go to trick or treat neighborhoods. Yeah. Or are they doing a lot of that? What is that?
0: Treat and trunk or trunk? And a trunk treat? or treat. Yeah, and trunk that's tr-
1: that's big too. I yeah. we have a couple sometimes like polite neighbors who come say hi and bring their kids. Okay. But we never get anyone, and every year, no matter what, my partner she'll buy candy and then get so disappointed when no one shows, shows up. But it's like you know they're not gonna come. We have a blow up Scooby Doo. She just hopes Aww. for like any children.
0: Yeah, I uh, I felt that way last year. Was the first year that we just had two, and it was it was very just. Dis- I'm I'm the ki- I'm the one that not you know I get the full four, full size candy bars. Yeah. Okay, and you don't get one. You don't don't get two. You get three or four of them. You know, whereas you when you come to my house, you're going home loaded (laughs) and so anyway but now i'm going to call a couple of neighbors and say that you know the kids are going to be you know here for uh the the grandkids are going to be here for trick-or-treating to give them a heads up that we're going to stop by you know type you better have candy i got kids (laughs) yeah well i just want to make sure because i i hate to just Hello. <laughs> no, and I think that's especially polite. when we're not used to having any more trick or treaters anymore.
1: And when you so. know your neighbors, and you're
0: in an yep. area like yep. you are, where it's yep. like farming properties. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So we always drive <laughs> for trick or treating. Mm-hmm. we never walked. <laughs> I did bring. um I'm trying to think what age that was. I a couple of years ago, three, four years ago. Uh, I brought the oldest to Hollis and Will. We went into Hugo you know, downtown Hugo. Yeah. Because <laughs> I knew some people that lived, you know, by each other. Mm-hmm. So we just went to their houses. So they did get the thing of walking to a house. But to them, it means nothing. You know, to us, it's huge because that's what we used to do, you know.
1: Yeah, so. I grew up in a, in a great trick-or-treat neighborhood. I loved it. And I had the neighborhood where everyone would come to oh. our neighborhood to trick-or-treat because everyone decorated. Everyone gave out king-size candy wow. bars and wow. bags of chips and okay. sodas. Yeah. It's great.
0: Wow. Hey, I can get that. Never mind. <laughs> I just think the sodas, because like I said, we, uh, for the shower that we had last week, I told him not to buy pop, but he did get the mini cans, that's good. Oh, the but,
1: mini cans of pop, those are pretty popular on Halloween.
0: Yeah, and so that's why I'm like, hey, that would be a good idea. Yeah, to throw me. some
1: of those in there. Yeah, okay. Okay, who's up? Well, we have Anna, who's got a new rescue, who's dealing with uh, crating anxiety, separation anxiety. All right. Hi, Anna. Hi.
0: Hi,
4: Katie. Well, congratulations
0: on your new pupper.
4: Thank you. Well, so this is our fourth dog now. We had one dog pass away not Uh that long ago, so we have two dogs: a five-year-old dog and a fourteen-year-old dog. And so we kind of knew what we were getting into. This is a spry one-year-old. I don't think we knew exactly that he had separation or crate anxiety, and that and that you know, to be really honest, may have changed kind of if we would have gone forward in adopting him, but. He's um he's a fifty pot five like you know maybe mastiffy pitbull okay um lover he's amazing um but he is definitely has a lot of crate anxiety and we had other dogs that have had crate anxiety so we recognized it right away okay. um um so he's like drooling like fully like puddling on the floor drools everywhere mm-hmm. um trying to break the crate um. Um, so we're trying now to put him in like just in our bedroom. He's scratching at the door. He's crying like he does settle to be fair. He does settle. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not afraid of baby gates though. So I know our last dog was, didn't like a crate, but she was okay with baby gates. So we gated off our dining room and she was fine in there, but he will jump over those. Mm-hmm. Um, so just kind of wondering how do we approach this? Like, do we, I don't, like my dad is telling me, don't take him everywhere with you. um, My husband's been trying to, you know, like check in on him every 10 minutes and he, he is good. Like if we come back, he'll, he'll be calm, you know, and then we leave, you know, but I don't know how that will work if, let's say we have to be gone for half a day. Okay. So how does, so how can we do this transition with the crate kind of being in
0: in a way it's hard? Uh, Now, is it a, a wire crate or a plastic crate?
4: Um, we have both and it was a wire crate though that he really has not. Now we do have a bigger one and he, he has taken to it. Okay. Okay. Um, we have a larger one that he does do okay in.
0: Now is that um, a wire or a plastic wire? Okay. And do you have it, uh, like in a corner and the top covered or is it just um, out in the open?
4: No. So we've, so that one is in our bedroom. And so In the times when we've left him, it's been, um, well, he sleeps in there. I guess I should say he has slept in there. Okay. But like, again, if we're in the room and he's in his crate, he's okay. Mm
1: -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm.
4: But if we, like, if I leave, and again, I don't, I guess I have been closing the door in our bedroom when he's in his crate because I don't want my other dogs to wander in there and to go right up to his crate. Mm -hmm. Um, So it hasn't been covered, but Mm -hmm. the door has been closed. And I've, Mm -hmm. I've tried Kongs, you know, I've tried all the things and I've, he yep. doesn't really show any interest until he gets out. Okay. He's still kind of foaming at the mouth in the crate in our bedroom.
0: Um, okay. If this was my dog, this is the way I would do with it. Number one, I'd put the crate in the main part of the house or you know, where it's accessible. Okay. okay. And then periodic throughout the day while you're home, you're gonna say kennel, and then throw just a small piece of treat in there. You know, uh-huh. and then when he goes in there, sometimes you close the door, sometimes you don't. Start okay. feeding him in the kennel. So he has okay. to go to his kennel to eat. And then sometimes, like I say, you're going to say kennel, and he goes in there, and you're going to shut the door. Maybe go get a drink of water, watch a, a TV for through a couple commercials, and then uh-huh. as long as he's quiet, you're going to come back and then open the open the door, okay? And okay. so now, but what what you're going to be watching is um, because some people have the mindset, well, okay, he's in a kennel, and then the other dogs can just walk around. Won't that unnerve him? No, because yeah. most dogs go and they have their spot. You know, when you la- when you leave, if you had a like a trail cam in there, you'd notice yeah. they probably, you know, look at the door, look at you, and then probably find their place where they're gonna go sleep, all right? Go right. wait for you to come home. And sometimes by having the dog off behind a closed door, that kind of ostracizes them. You know what I mean? Okay. Whereas yeah. okay, I'm here all over myself, but I can hear all what's going on, but I can't see it. Right? Right. Okay. And so every dog personality is different as far as what will work. I'm a huge proponent of the plastic kennels because, see, dogs are denning animals. Okay. And so they feel more secure in a, a plastic kennel. Like their back is covered. Where okay. with with um, the wire ones, if you would put your head in there and bump it with your shoulders, it's very tinny sounding. Dogs can hear 300 times better than we can. So that's okay. very, it, it kind of unnerves. Every time they move, they hit, you know, they get this tinny th- that sound so uh-huh. that's why i'll tell some people that if you you know uh uh you're it's gonna be an experiment here as far as what's gonna work you know try the try the you know you've got that's what you got and just see if this will work with that but put like a three-quarter inch plywood on top of it so that okay. uh, and then if you can push it against the wall and if we take maybe some cardboard and put it on one side so you're kind of you know the top is covered the back is covered and one side is uh covered so only the front and one side is open all right Okay. So now he feels more secure in his kennel. And so on the right, the reason of the three quarter plywood on the top is that, um, it puts weight on the kennel. So it's not as, uh, tinny sound when he moves. Uh Okay. Uh But like I said, you can work with this. You don't have to start out with just kind of work with it and see what results you get with what is what i want you to do because each dog is going to be different as far as how it's you know is maybe because the, there are some dogs that like prefer the, the wire one more than the, the the uh more enclosed ones it just has yeah. to do with the, the personality but i would start like i say periodically throughout the day kennel throw the treat in there uh sometimes close the door sometimes don't and then uh feed them in the kennel yes now where at feeding time how do you feed your dogs
4: yeah so um And so I guess that's the other problem is that our dogs aren't fully integrated. This is, we're only like day three into having this dog, so they haven't really met. He's pretty wild on a leash too. His leash manners are pretty, pretty terrible to be honest. So we've walked our dogs, um, you know, down the same street, but they haven't even really, cause he's just really, you know, energetic. He's young. So, and our dogs, you know, they're two female dogs, so he's, you know, he's kind of like the unruly little brother. And yep. they're like, what? Yeah, you know? yeah, so, yeah. Um, so we're taking it very slow. So the girls eat together in the kitchen, like that's their usual, you know, like okay. we, we have a good feeding schedule there. Um, and he's been eating separately, um, like I guess in, in our bedroom. Okay. And I guess like logistically, it's been hard to kind of, you know and again one of our dogs doesn't like the crate so we have been trying to crate and rotate as you know we have a fenced in backyard so you know we'll send one you know that the girl's outside and then he can have you know i guess how how long should i you know keep him crated during and the good thing is i'm home all day so we can kind of work with this but you know should i try kenneling him like one hour off one hour on and the girls can be outside or in our room with a kong and you know, I guess that's kind of. I'm not really sure how to go about that. Okay,
0: why don't you hold on? We got to run to our, our okay. break here, and then we'll come back okay. and we'll discuss further. Okay.
4: Okay. Okay. Don't, Thanks so much. Don't, yeah.
0: Don't hang up. Okay. What happened when the young witch misbehaved? What happened when the young witch mis- misbehaved? Hello. Hey, we're winding her down. Okay. Give. It, let's see. What happened when the young witch misbehaved? Uh, she was forced to sweep with her broom. Cold, cold, cold. You had to. You, had, you got the the proximity. She was sent to her broom. She was sent to her, her broom. broom. Yeah, stuck on broom. There you go. That was good. No, look at you. You look at you. You do. It's do a Halloween. It's my sweet spot. Yeah, yes, it is. Boy, you got them all today. Yeah,
4: not all. Not
0: all. But a lot of them. Well, most of them. So who's counting? (laughs) Okay, let's go back to Anna. Hey, Anna, you still with us? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. Uh, First of all, how long have you had the new dog for three days, you said?
4: Yeah, very new.
0: Okay, so what you need to do is you need to, like, you take, you know, the new dog and whoever somebody else takes one of the other dogs, okay? Uh And you're going to go to walk together. You know, okay. you're gonna walk parallel, okay? And then, you know, hopefully that your, your dogs walk nice, you know, and at least yes. they don't scam, okay? No. And- and okay, and then that's what you're going to start teaching your dog. Whereas you know, you you go out the front door, somebody goes out the back door, and then you're going to meet around, you know, out front whatever. Mm-hmm. type thing. and then just go for a walk. Start all kind of apart, and then slowly kind of go towards each other, and then okay. you know, they, the dog kind of look at each other. Hey, how you doing? That's good. Uh, hey, hey, just settle, just settle. Okay, then, um, then uh, let's say you're, Now they they seem now they're calm and they're calming down. Okay, and then now let them like go noses. And then just this, then this continue, you know, just because uh, the, they uh, want to, the, what gets most dogs in a you know, fight is when dogs linger too long in the hardware department, <laughs> you know, okay. <laughs> okay? And so what you would just want them to do is just touch noses and say, hey, and then continue on the walk, all right? Okay. And you can go out, maybe, I don't know, if you want to go two, three blocks, whatever, turn around, come back home, okay? Put that okay. one dog away, bring out the other female, and then they'll okay. go do the same thing. And so, okay. then, so then you're going to introduce them so that, you know, individually. And then, like I say, as, as uh, things start where you see, okay, they, they, then, then you could turn one. Don't turn both girls and him out at the same time, okay? Yeah. You want them to be able to play individually, and then they'll learn okay. to play t- collectively, right? Okay. But so that's okay. what you want to start doing, though, is kind of blending what's going on here, okay? okay. So then I didn't realize they had not met, met yet. So, yeah, then obviously you're going to have to keep, uh, you know, until they get to know, know each other. You gotta keep them in the in the bedroom, so you you know until they get a chance to meet each other. All right. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I would work on is my priority right now is you know taking them for a walk you know whether a neighbor or something you know can help you out with this because you say sure. you're home during the day so you know yeah. go, and so you can go maybe for a little bit in the morning a little bit in the afternoon and you know how, however your household works okay okay and so then mm-hmm. that way there you're working on manners you know and then they're getting they'll know each other and yeah. uh, and then like I say as far as the kennel start feeding him in the kennel he has to go to his kennel which is obviously right now in, in your bedroom right so he yeah. has to go to his kennel and 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 eat and then like i say periodically throughout the day you're gonna say kennel put him in there and then you go about your business in the house all right okay. and as long okay. as he's quiet then you decide like okay we're gonna start out with you know an hour or maybe maybe 10 minutes Who you know you just each just feel it out and then work into longer times that he can okay. handle it but like i said if you could try to make the kennel like you know, it put something on on the top so that it he, he feels like he's like under a table. You know, he's a little bit more enclosed. That okay. would be great. Okay. But don't use a blanket or something because tend to want to pull it through and they'll eat it. All right. Yeah. So yeah. So like a, a board or something like that. But so yeah, try to be within the week here. You should be able to get them mingling. Whereas, okay. But now, but dinner time, that's when the pot gets stirred. All right. Yeah. So then you got to think ahead before you pre- start preparing, you're going to put him in the kennel. And so then, mm-hmm. all you have to do is get, you know take care of the other the gals, and then bring him his dinner. All right. Okay. But then, okay. like I said, then the the kennel should eventually come out of your room and be out, and he'll be fine if he's in and the other ones are out. It'd be fine. All right. Okay. It, it should, should work out just fine, and just okay. do it when you're home too, where he's in the kennel and everybody's walking around. You know, so it's just, it just becomes a way of life, and and it should okay. it should work out just fine.
4: Okay, but for right now, I should probably. Like if he has anxiety and stuff, should I take him with me and just leave him in the cars I'm out and about? Or should I, should I continue to leave him home in his kennel? Or in well, his if you bedroom? know you're not
0: going to be gone long, I would just leave him in his kennel. Okay. okay. And then leave okay. a radio and or a TV on in the, in the room. Okay. okay? And then, but if you're going to, and, and what days now we're going to be getting cooler now. So uh, it's, it's okay to bring him in the car. You know, if that's what you choose, you know, here and okay. there too, until you can blend this all together. All right, okay. but the big okay. thing is start working on his manners. So, because usually most rescue dogs, you see the true colors when they have been with you two to three weeks. You yeah. know who they are, and yeah. so then then they start like okay, so start working on organizing his head now of who he is, what his name is, and what you need from him. So he start, just comes out right from the get go with the rules.
4: Yeah, and and do you think now kind of separately but related? Do you think the star mark collar that you mentioned before? Do you think that would be a good option for like a, definitely a dog that, I mean, he's great walking on leash when he doesn't have distractions, like in the morning, right. my husband will take him for a walk and it's kind of early, so it's dark and he's great. Like right. he's yep. Great. Yep. later on in the day when there's squirrels and dogs, then he tends to pull and, and he's quite strong. So it's even hard for me to manage it. Yep. Um, would you recommend that Starmark collar? Or I will, you could
0: try. That would be your first step to see if he, if he will listen to it. Okay. Okay? And then the next step is I love pinch collars, but I don't fit them like everybody else does. You know, I fit them loose. So okay. not snug up behind the back of the ears. All training collars should be loose, and so that's okay. part of the reward when the dog is paying attention that there is no collar pressure. And so that okay. would be my next step. But I'd start. I try the StarMark collar, the large, and then just see if that if he listens to it. Some dogs, you know, personality do. You know, you can see a bit. I, I had one dog that was, you know, probably what was ninety pounds. I really thought I was going to put a pinch collar on him, and it's like, well, you know what? Let's start out with StarMark. We gave the StarMark a, a bump. That dog is like. You say, what? You know, <laughs> he, he was like right there. Like, what do you need? I really, okay. and he, he didn't try blowing through it at all. He very, was okay. very respectful of it. And so that's why, so you just had to try, you try that one first. And if that one doesn't, then then try the pinch. But like there again, have them both be loose fitting. Okay? Loose. Okay. Got it. Thank you so much, Katie. It's been Can you bubble. bet. I appreciate you, it. You bet. Take care. Thanks for the call. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yeah, cause the, uh, oh, the Starmark collars, everybody knows I love them collars. And, uh, and there are other collars that mimic that too. That, so it, the plastic and nylon. And it, it pokes the dog. You know, like uh, when you give it a, a bump with the leash, it pokes. But you should any time, and no matter what collar folks you have, when you use it, like pump, don't pull. It's a pop a snap, a jerk. Okay. I now, always think about when I was like quitting smoking, I had the rubber band. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. And so yes, yeah, so, there you go. And uh yeah, because more people people want to pull instead of pop. And so then the dog you just get good upper body strength cuz you know that you're not, you're, <laughs> you're doing all the work. You're not having teaching the dog to respect when he feels the collar to back towards you, yeah. okay? And so that's the, the the bigger thing is to uh uh, use the collar correctly, and if you can't, then come to Katie's K9 up in Hugo, and I'll help you. <laughs> because that's the whole thing: is that people say, "Well, this collar doesn't work. This collar doesn't work." Well, how are you using it? And you know, people, all people, we've had this discussion before. Harnesses, harness restraint—they don't train. They teach the dog to pull. Okay, it's just like if you go for you, the dog goes ahead, you pull them back. Okay, they go ahead, you pull back even harder, and then they're starting to pull forward even harder, and then it's just you're like I said good upper body strength because you, you, you know um i understand you don't want to have the dog ch- choke i get that and so that's why but if you try the star mark collar and try a pinch collar it's fitted loosely not it like i on youtube or a lot of trainers fit them very snug and up behind the back of the ears mm-hmm. and in my book that's a big no-no because then as soon as that pressure is released the dog is like oh thank gosh oh, oh. and they a lot of them get frustrated with that that you know there again the personality so that, like i say in my book and the, uh, no matter what training collar you use, because your goal is that you don't need the training collar. That's just to get their attention. Like, hello, we need your we need your head. This is what I want to teach you. So, oh well. So we, we got to rake, rake leaves today, and then um, jump in them.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, I don't have a tree. In, on my property that drops a ton of leaves. Really? Yeah. You're I, lucky. I, I'm kind of lucky in that way. My yard's a lot of things, but full of leaves is not one of them. Well, you got pine trees or what? We That's the biggest tree is my neighbor's pine across our driveway, so we get pine cones. Okay. I have to clean up pine cones. I do <laughs> yeah, yeah. rake pine cones. Okay. Um, but then otherwise, the trees we have that drop leaves, they're so small, and they do it in one big burst. And they don't uh, blow into your driveway no i d- i don't think that there's like a lot that just blo- like everything blows into my driveway
0: but leaves i just oh, think boy, there's a lot lucky. of pines. you're yeah. lucky well folks thanks for sharing your sunday afternoon with me i greatly appreciate it if you've got any questions go to mytalk1071.com and check out my facebook page my website and give me a call if you need more help you have a great week and if you don't train them don't blame them